0: This week's episode is brought to you by Rotator Cuff Injuries, a thing that can actually happen outside the world of sports and fitness. Rotator Cuff Injuries can happen while sleeping. Yeah, sleeping. Rotator Cuff Injuries. I have to ice my shoulder for something I literally didn't do.
1: The podcast where Atlas's shoulder rotates about as much as the ban list.
0: Man, that he wins. For context, I injured my rotator cuff while sleeping, which is not something that I knew you could do.
2: Uh, Hello, everyone.
1: Hello. Hello. So today we're going to be having a discussion about standard versus premium because that is a hot topic that comes up every five minutes on Vanguardians.
0: You mean it's a place in the you? mall where I can uh, d- go dress in black and buy hairspray?
1: Yeah, sure. Why uh, not?
0: Awesome. Who are you again?
1: I'm Rootbeer.
0: I'm Matt. I'm Atlas. <laughs> and I, and uh, Rootbeer,
2: you'll be moderating today, right?
1: Yes so uh Ow. so wait to start so like as you know the, the format the game right now has two formats there's the standard format with the, which is all the new V-series stuff with GIFs after the game got rebooted and then there's the premium format where it's all the stuff in standard plus all the old G-era support and beyond and so like ever since all of the stuff came out and we've been getting all of our various waves of support, people have naturally begun debating which which format is better, right? Like, do people prefer standard or do people prefer premium? So, we figured we'd tackle this topic as, like, a focus, this thing today. So, we're going to have a little debate between Atlas and Matt over the two, the benefits and the downsides of each format,
0: can we just send passive-aggressive memes to each other? That's how people usually argue about it.
2: Yeah. Or, <laughs> yeah. like, you just use these memes that just, like, completely tri- like trivialize, like, you know, an argument somebody's making, and-,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and everyone thinks
0: it's funny, so that means you win or something.
1: Yeah. And we'll just do this all on the Nexus at Night Twitter, all of us at the same time. Oh my-
0: or- well, cause- why? Because we all have access to it? This is going to be
2: great. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or, or we can have a constructive conversation about the differences between standard and premium.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, but so we, why don't we just pick a side? All right, yeah. I'll take uh, premium or something. I guess I'll take standard. <laughs> even though that's not what we agreed before the episode started. <laughs> yeah, what but Matt
1: doesn't, Matt doesn't want to be a Like,
2: no, <laughs> wait. No, all right, all right. I'll take standard. You're me into
0: it. It's like even when we prepare, we don't prepare. It's it, it, there's something so beautiful about it.
2: Maybe that was prepared.
0: Maybe, maybe not. Um, so I guess we just kind of do this what high school debate style. Sure. Good thing. Uh, it's a, it's a good thing that I'm not uh being videoed right now because I am not in debate wear. I'm wearing a shirt a t-shirt that says fourth wall on it. That's like the opposite I'm wearing, of debate preparedness. Uh,
2: a t-shirt and shorts.
1: Yeah. And that I haven't really made it a secret that I haven't played this game in a while, so I'm going to kind of preside over the debate from the perspective of someone who's kind of getting back into the game.
0: Got it. Got it. Getting back into the game the way someone who's been engaged for five years is engaged. (laughs) Yep.
1: Yep. All right. So the first topic we could discuss is how easy is it to get into each format, right? Like, how easy is it to learn all of the various mechanics that are going on? Because that's naturally going to be the first thing someone will look towards is learning how to play the game. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Now, are we saying this like someone who has never heard of Vanguard before and is like learning how to play the game, or is this somebody who has played in the past and is coming back to it?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, at least part of the conversation is about getting more people into the game, right? So mm-hmm. I think we should start with how easy it is to learn for someone who's just starting brand new.
0: Enjoy the softball. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: so uh, Standard is made- for pe- people who haven't played before, or who maybe were kind of disinterested after Legion or Gera, uh, there was a big. Pe- There's a bunch of people who left after Legion, and a lot of them returned uh, in G-Era f- at various different points. I but was there one were of those people. Yeah, and there were some people who left in G-Era for you know other reasons. Uh, t- as as cards got more and more crazy. So they kind of rebooted the whole game. So because the, there was a, at the end of G era, you had so many different things going on. They wanted to be like, okay, we want to strip that down and say, here's the basics of the game. You know, there's, but we're gonna make cards, you know, a bit more powerful so that you know, y- you feel cool doing it. Um, so standard rules are very, very simple, as the show tells you. And you can, you know, you call guys, ride your, you know, ride up on your Vanguard and get grade three and do cool shit. And it's uh and there are there are definitely things to think about, like uh but I like, as far as the rules go, it's very, very easy to get into.
1: Yeah. Seems like the most complex thing for a new player would probably be the gift system.
2: Yeah, the gift system and
0: uh attack orders.
1: Hmm. So Atlas, how about premium?
0: So for premium, uh I think if you are just getting into Vanguard like, for the first time, premium might not be for you. However, I think if you have come from another TCG, like yu oh or Magic, I think premium might be easier to get into because you get to do crazier combos um, and have more ease of uh, use of resources, like more, you know, counter-charging and soul-charging and stuff like that, so you get to do more skills. Uh, I think if the... You know, player in question is uh, into, like, flashier gameplay, premium is definitely for them. Um, I will grant that my opponent kind of has the advantage here, because, like you said, standard is made for new people. Um, But I don't think that that should discount premium being made for new players. Like, Wu-Tang is for the children, and premium is for new players. You know what I mean? Mm hmm That was the Mm -hmm. whitest thing I could have said, I think. (laughs) That's all I got, I think.
1: All right. So what about accessibility? Like, how available are cards for each format?
2: Um, For standard, the cards are... uh, I don't know if you want to go first. That's fine.
0: Okay, I was going to say. So for standard, because we're currently in that format, they are currently printing those cards. That being said, there are a lot of sets that are short-printed, and for some clans in the standard format, that was their only printing. So some clans are just exorbitantly expensive compared to others for almost no reason. Uh whereas in premium, there are older cards, but everything or most things pre reboot have been printed enough times and are uh supply heavy enough just in out in the world that it's easier to get those cards to build yourself a decent deck. Um As well, I think that uh, there are enough clans that are viable in premium that you can find the cards needed to build yourself something competitive without spending too much money, depending.
2: I see. (laughs) So, on the topic of standard, I think most clans you can build uh, pretty easily. Uh, The issues that Atlas brought up, involved clans and some extra boosters, and uh, I think Bermuda Triangle's just also a very hard clan to build, mostly because you need literally every VR in the set.
0: (laughs) And there's more Um, than three. Usually there's, like, three VRs. Yeah, there's, like, what, six? I think so. Yeah. And you need them all. So,
2: yes, but I do think, uh, for most clans, minus Bermuda Triangle and some... Some some small number of other clans. I think uh, building decks is pretty easy. Um, I don't think Link Jokers. Link Joker actually the PG might be expensive. Actually, <laughs> Link Joker
0: it's random cards expensive, and I don't remember which ones are. <laughs> Out of curiosity, but, uh, what uh, what do you think makes an expensive deck? Like, what's the line between that's budgetable and like that's too expensive? Or, um, you know, too rich for my blood. A or...
2: lot. A lot of it has to do with clan popularity. So if you have a clan that's like really, really, really popular, the best example is Shadow Paladin, that clan gets absorbently more expensive faster than clans that, than, you know, clans, even if they're as good, but are unpopular. Like if you look at Murakumo, that clan was very good and was very cheap because it's not a popular clan. So strength of the deck doesn't really match up to how valuable cards are in Vanguard. It's more of how popular do is this clan. Well, in the defense of that though, the reason that the pop the, the, the clans that are really popular are usually main character clans or like antagonist clans, so they're going to see support for longer, which is why those cards also tend to be higher mm
1: mm-hmm. also, also there's more reprints for things in standard now they've been start they started adding those uh reprint start decks
2: mm-hmm. So hopefully those cards will be more obtainable mm-hmm. even for people joining late.
1: Yeah, so like in general it seems like standard, again like what we were saying before, standard is easier to start in and then premium will require a bit of work for you to hunt down some of the more obscure cards.
2: Yeah, there's some fighter's collection cards that some clans need that are just like nearly impossible to find at this point. Mm-hmm.
1: But at least they're starting to reprint premium stuff too. Yeah. All right, and now, for the most divisive thing the meta of each game format, <laughs> this is where we get to have fun.
0: oh no Matt's just better at arguing than I am. this is uh <laughs> what he's better than i i'm uh, I'm little Mac and he's uh, he's king hippo I'm fucked,
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I think, as far as the balance goes, uh this is a place where. Right at this moment, Standard might fall behind Premium. Uh, mostly, again, due to the effect of decks like Merc. Uh, not Merkumo, but. Bermuda uh, Triangle. Benita Triangle, and recently and soon Link Joker, and. Uh, the other really popular clan. Uh, Nova Grappler is rather popular, but it's getting better, but really slowly.
0: I mean, at the time of recording this, it's June 25th, 2019. So at this snapshot in time. In Bermuda standard... is Bermuda. Yeah, Bermuda is Bermuda. In standard format, we have the you know, Dex Sanders pie charts to uh, refer to on a weekly basis of how mm-hmm. much is topping, at least in Japan. Um, I think that for a while, standard had a bit of an, like, had the upper hand at least in, like, the early reboot days. And then as we've gone along after this Bermuda thing, it kind of over-centralized. And then in premium, because more clans are getting their stuff, we're starting to see a more, like, balanced metagame. And especially after this premium Mm -hmm. collection, every clan got something really good, unless your name was, like, Nubatama or (laughs) something like that. or Yeah. Yeah. They just don't yeah, I, like the ninja clans this time. I think
2: one thing in premium that's different than standard is premium games have like kind of a set end end point. Like there's a point in premium where the game's just gonna end. You just kinda have to accept that. Like but by most clans first stride they can they can probably kill you. So you just have to kind of accept that that's kinda your fate. Where standard games are more likely to go on a bit longer. So if you like longer games too, standard standard might uh yeah. might be for you as well.
1: Yeah, that kind of leads into like the next topic, which is like the n- knowledge of the each format and how you ha- would approach games in the different formats.
2: Yeah, one benefit standard has too is there's a lot less cards, so mm-hmm. you can't get surprised by anything that people don't play very often, or like that like random Mega Colony cards, for example. <laughs> uh, so Mega like Colony. Yeah, the whole clan in general, really. Yeah, like a lot of old Mega Colony cards are really narrow and kind of awkward, but mm-hmm. can have drastic, pretty drastic effects if they work. Mm-hmm. Um, but in standard, not a lot of those exist, and the cards like a, a a lot of the a lot of knowing the format is kind of knowing like when your opponent's clan, st- what, what, how much damage your opponent's clan needs to start doing stuff. Mm -hmm. And so it's pretty it's it's pretty nice to like parse that out and try to forge a game plan with that in mind.
1: Yeah, like this seems to be a sticking point with a lot of people is just like how much skill is required for each format. I know we've argued before that standard takes more thinking. You have to manage your resources better. Or like how many cards you need to guard, how much of each resource you're willing to spend on a turn
2: yeah uh I think standard has more uh decision points only because games are longer so there's mm-hmm. definitely more places to like make mistakes or you know your opponent make mistakes and in premium there's less decision points because the games kind of have a set end time i think
0: mm-hmm. I think premiums decision making comes more in the deck building than in the actual gameplay um that's not to say that there isn't any decision making to be made in the gameplay but with deck building because you're like everybody's deck now has the ability to kind of search search anything or do anything and like the lines between like clan shtick gets blurred over time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the the tech cards that you put in your deck affect how your game like plays out on the whole um a good example of this is like in grand blue so now that they have a stride that lets them just search their deck for five cards and put them in the drop zone, you don't really need to be running a lot of three and four ofs anymore, <coughs> unless it's super super important. Uh, for the like, you don't need to be running like two skeleton uh, cannoneer. You can run the one because you can now search it out with Obadiah. That also leaves a room for another tech card that could let you do a different thing in a certain situation. So like the deck almost plays itself but not quite it's just that you did the playing three days ago when you were sitting on your bedspread like fanning the cards out Mm -hmm. (laughs) i think there's something to be said about that
2: yeah i think um the decision making in premium is more uh focused like in standard, your mistakes are probably not as large as your mistakes. Like my like a big mistake in standard is like giving your opponent enough damage to do whatever they need to do. A big mistake in premium could be like guarding the wrong attack with the G guard, or guarding like the like you can do situations where if you're playing to guard like the last attack with, your, with the G guard, your opponent just say go, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh no, what have I done? <laughs> but like. So I think, that like, the mistakes are just a lot more punishing there.
1: Okay. So so what about, like, the frustration factor? Because that's something that will t- end up turning people off. Like, hey, do you feel like each format has any kind of these big bullshit moments that will make people feel really frustrated during a game?
0: Everyone gets double crit. <laughs> yeah. Man, I,
1: think I,
2: this, I think this happens in every format. Like... Yeah it's going to feel a bit worse to get double crit in standard, because you only have two mm-hmm. drive checks, but like in premium, you, there's actually just more BS things, because like, there's so many strides which have ridiculous effects at this point
0: mm-hmm.
2: like, you're just going to die to some strides, you're going to be like, well that happened
0: I mean, <laughs> when everyone's super no one is
2: I, or, the... or your opponent flips up uh, fucking the Ezel starter, and you're like well, here we go
0: <laughs> did I lose the Oh <laughs> shit? <laughs> okay. Um we did yeah, it. Like, but the uh,
1: presence of like engines is something that I think frustrates a lot of people just because like it feels like it's more bullshit than uh, when a deck is, when a deck's mechanics are more spread out across all of its units, it feels like the other person is really utilizing their cards fully. Right.
2: Well, wow. I actually haven't felt too frustrated in standard. Mhm. Uh, I, I just feel like the games, like, usually there's just an, an avenue to victory, even if sometimes it feels small, depending on matchup. But, uh, I don't feel like I've ever, like, obviously their games would get double crit, but, like, you know, calling that a watchable formats, I think it's, like, pretty fine. Mm-hmm. I've had enjoyable experiences with Standard, though. Uh, I can see where people might think it is not, a. uh, how do I say invigorating enough?
0: My problem mm. with standard is that I never feel secure in what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. It feels like because your re- your you know your resources are spread so thin or given to you so sparingly, it feels like there's almost zero room for error compared to something like premium, which I guess could make a little bit of an argument toward uh, accessibility in that you're allowed. Mm more margin for error in premium than you are in standard.
2: Yeah, you can make some small errors in premium, It's but there are some errors that will
0: just kill you. I mean, again, it depends on the clan. Like Some, some clans play themselves, i.e., you know, Tom Water, versus
2: others. <laughs> the early game was like not free. Mm-hmm. So. All right.
1: So, alright, so this is the most broad topic, and this is where all of the fighting really happens. Like, which format do you guys think is more fun?
0: Premium. That? Why do I think premium is more fun? Uh, I can't, okay, I, <coughs> I should preface this by saying that the bulk of my time in Vanguard was played before the reboot. Therefore, my frame of reference for all of my experience in this game is in G era and in, you know, in Limit Break era and that kind of thing. Most of my, most of my time in Vanguard, I think, was spent in G era with you assholes in, in college. Uh, and I think that's where the best memories were made for me. Um, and I think that colors my perception of how I find something like fun in vanguard um i also think that because i uh when i get into a clan i tend to get into it pretty deep and i think that premium allows more uh strategy to be made in deck building and uh the the playtesting process is also funner in that you can just go all right i want to do this thing i should introduce these cards okay, that didn't work, let's try that again, whereas in Standard, you're always kind of doing the same basic thing, at least at at this point in time. Maybe a year from now, it's going to be like crazy again. But as of June 2019, Standard kind of plays the same way no matter which variant of a deck you're playing. The only difference seems to be if you're Excel and if you're using fronts versus crits. There's not really much else to it. That's completely fair. Uh,
2: one thing I do think is more fun for a lot of people who maybe aren't as, uh, you know, aren't as older players or whatnot is standard. It, like, let's say you you like a clan that's not like very good. Like, so one issue with premium is that if a clan is like not great in premium, the clan's basically unplayable. Like, uh, Markumo is a great example of this. Like, Markumo has like a has like a loop and is still bad.
0: I have an infinite loop I don't care
2: imagine a game where you have an infinite loop and your deck is still terrible (laughs) like
0: that's
2: (laughs) Murakumo in premium and a lot of Murakumo's hurt in premium comes from poor support in previous eras and so if your clan has had bad support if the clan that you enjoy has had bad support in previous eras it's really never going to get out of that rut no matter how good their standard support is and Murakumo's standards award has been well above par.
0: Oh yeah, no, it, it's been just good, like solid. And then they're good.
2: Yeah, and then their premium collection stuff just didn't help them at all. Yeah. And so it's kind of frustrating if you if you like a clan like Murakumo, because you know you'll kind of never get out of that rut in premium. And standard, if a clan is kind of is kind of not great, uh, there is a chance you can pick up games here and there if you're you know you know, if you, if you want to try to do that. But, uh, one way, one, one way that, uh, standard is more fun. And this is kind of not in the same vein of what Atlas was talking about. It's kind of fun in a different way mm-hmm. is it's a lot easier to, you know, help get, you know, new people into, you know, games, other games you might play. Like, you know, I, 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 I played a lot of Weishworts when I was in California. I play a lot of magic, uh, you know, you, you know you can pull it's much easier to pull in people from other games when the deck costs you know 150 bucks rather than when the deck costs you know 300 bucks so it's fun in the sense that you know you can you can get you know you can teach people and you know kind of build a different kind of community if, if you know if, if you want to try to do that so there, there is a there is some benefit in uh, in that kind of fun for standard
1: mm-hmm. So how about just, like, the general flow of the gameplay? Like, we know premium is faster paced, but do you you find that faster pace more enjoyable? Or do you think it's really frustrating that you could just lose before your deck can really set itself up?
0: You can do that in standard, too. Yeah. Yeah, It's called miswriting.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but it seems like, in general, assuming the game goes correctly, like, standard tends to go longer... And a lot of the cards are like deliberately designed so that they can only be used later. Whereas nowadays, is like because the addition of standard support on top of strides, and they've kind of taken away a lot of the GB2 requirements from a lot of strides, you can make things a lot more faster paced. Like, just last week we were talking about ripples in uh, pre- premium format and the best way to run it is just a hyper aggressive 16 crit deck because that's the only thing that'll outpace a lot of all the other decks it would be usually competing with anything
2: i think uh for standard the games uh usually in a, there's going to be some grade to play hmm. unless uh there's sometimes when that's not going to be the case because your opponent's a force clan and <laughs> force clans are force clans are jerks yeah uh just 10k base is really hard to deal with for a lot of people
0: yeah, or or either that or a lot of their grade twos kind of serve exist to serve the grade three uh-huh. so you're like why am I gonna play all these if it's not going to do it like the only clan that really plays their grade twos early and force is neonectar and link Joker usually oh. um,
1: yeah.
0: or or uh royals if you happen to ride blaster blade
2: yeah, so against you know a protect clan, you definitely want to call some early stuff and play the early game. But I do think that premium kind of has the same early game stuff going on right now because you literally just have to. Uh,
1: mm-hmm.
2: You just don't have a choice. You have to play before stride, or else you can't set up a win. So. Okay. So... Uh, but I think the p- the pace of the games is fairly similar with these kind of second grade three turns in premium being game ending for the mm. most part where in standard they're they could be game ending but are probably much less so
1: yeah awesome. do you think the current way Bushy road is supporting things kind of affects the different formats because the way premium is right now Whenever they make any kind of dedicated stride support, it looks like they're probably just going to release these premium collections and give everyone everything at once, whereas right now in Standard, a lot of decks are being buried by main character clans just getting the bulk of support, where those cards might not affect premium as much because you already have a lot of powerful engines with your strides.
0: I think with the premium collection, it's... A little more of, like, a devil's playground, and I think there is balance in there, as weird as it is. <laughs> like, it's on fire, and it's like being in a washing machine while on fire, but everyone's in there. You know, like, they're... everyone is at least doing something, whereas in standard, like, me... what's Colony up to these days? What's Nubatama up to? I mean, like, I know Nubatama's getting another wave, and I'm sure to eat my words <laughs> in in a few months, but um for now it it uh it, yeah it, it seems like even with like they'll give like some plans their first wave and they're like all right on to the other stuff you're like but you didn't even give them the the first one like the first one wasn't good
1: enough but <laughs> yeah. So yeah like do you think that makes premium more balanced in the way that like this unbalanced standard support won't affect the format as much
0: it's hard to look at it on, on like, a bigger scale, I think, mm-hmm. to me. um, At least with... Because, stand- like, like you were saying earlier, where standard cards don't necessarily affect premium in such a profound way, as mm-hmm. opposed to premium collection where their goal was like, all right, we're breaking everything. Yeah. Game on, guys.
1: Like Because that, that is an argument a lot of people were bringing against standards, like... Right now, the unbalanced support is kind of forcing this two-three deck format.
0: What's happening, at least at my locals, is that mm-hmm. it's Bermuda and things that can beat Bermuda. Um, so, like like Bermuda, yes, like <laughs> Bermuda. But also, we're getting a lot of protect clans that like actually do the protect <coughs> thing well. That being Angel Feather and OTC. Mm-hmm. The I I only saw one Excel deck. I my locals last week, and it was golds, and that was it.
2: Yeah, I think uh, Bermuda... So I I do think that the kind of main clan support was not quite, not quite a disaster in standard. But now that Bermuda has kind of set a new bar for how good decks need to be, I think it will become a problem. Mm-hmm because in order to get like bermuda is so much better than the things before it in order to get people to play different decks they will have to print things better than bermuda and if the things that they're printing are main character clans over and over again that means that the main character clans are the ones that are going to be playable
1: yeah yep I mean, we have my seen, fear. like, the new Royal Paladin VR, which turns your rearguard blaster blade into a second Vanguard.
0: That's no, gonna, that, That's getting his whole... He's getting his own episode, by the way. That is too crazy for to not cover.
2: There is a... This is a hard complaint to direct at Standard specifically, though, mm-hmm. because this has been a problem since the inception of the game.
1: Yeah. It seems this, like... like Standard is just kind of the victim of this design process because of how the format is working. It
2: happened in pre. It happened in G era too. It happened in mm-hmm. uh, Legion era. It happened in Limit Break era. It just the whole game has had this problem, where yeah. just main character clans just get support after support after support, sure. and the other clans just fall behind. And in this case, we we did. This is the first time in which I feel we've had a big catalyst of like one hugely power creep set in Bermuda Triangle. Mm -hmm. The Bermuda set like really just made it very clear about how much better decks need to be after that
0: set. Part of it is also with this happens. This has happened twice now with Bermuda. The last time Bermuda got their stuff was at the end of Gera, and it was the. Like the harbinger of doom for Jira. But it was obvious, it was like made obvious that they're like, this is the end. We might as well just do all the broken shit and move on with our life. <laughs> but the fact that it's something that they feel the need to do with Bermuda Triangle every time, I think, is the result of only having once a year support. And that's before they said we'll be doing it at least once a year for each clan. In Bermuda Triangle's case, they're like, all right, summer only, and that is it. Which means that anytime time it comes around, they have to, like, get their money's worth and kind of be like, all right, this has to last for a year. But, like, if they gave, like, those and um hopefully, you know, not main character or antagonist clans support... <laughs> More often they would not feel the the need to kind of like swing for the fences you know what I mean mm. and it drives me crazy yeah i I
2: think uh like if you look at the Bermuda set and in, in G era Bermuda was like a contender in premium despite not getting their even support for the first few sets and I think Bermuda now is kind of like fine uh as far as premium is concerned.
0: Oh, yeah. It, it balanced out over time, but the fact that it was still good for, like... Without 10K triggers. Without 10K <laughs> triggers and 15K shields. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was just, like, absolutely insane. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> that's a no good.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. So, I feel like that's all of the major arguments. So, like, what are your individual conclusions about which format you find pref- preferable?
0: Matt, you want to go first?
2: Yeah, sure. So uh, I personally, uh, as from a playing perspective, would just rather play standard, mostly because I don't really want to spend time hunting down old cards that I might need. Like, mm-hmm. one example of a card that's annoying is the uh, Grade 4 Shiryuki from Fires Collection. Not the second one, but the first one. Uh,
0: the one that calls that's the ones like, in deck? But... Yeah, it's yeah. like
2: randomly 12 bucks, it's <laughs> <There's> like why <laughs> cards like not even good but here we are you know it's just like i have to hunt down and pay pay for these cards that shouldn't be expensive as they are and so i just don't want to have to deal with that and mm-hmm. i still get the vanguard gameplay out of playing standard so it's it's really not a huge deal to me
0: um i personally am enjoying premium more especially with premium collection because it all of these clans that I enjoyed playing in Jira, I can now bust out my old cards to use with them. Um, it also means that I, like I said before, I did a little bit more uh, creativity in deck building, and that's half the reason I play TCGs at all, is the deck building. Um, that's what I enjoyed the most about Yu-Gi-Oh! was that you could kind of cram archetypes together into one sort of, like, Frankenstein's monster of, of engines, and Like, Vanguard, you know, isn't that because of the whole claim thing, but Mm -hmm. it's still, there's still something to, like, all right, I'm going to play two of this, one of this, three of this, two of this, one of this, and, like, have something coherent. Um, Whereas in Standard, it's... I still get enjoyment out of it, and I still get enjoyment of like being there in the moment with the standard tournament. But it gets boring game after game doing the same combos over and over and over again. I'm gonna ride Leopold for the 80th time. I'm gonna call two things cool. Like it's not that there's not really much else to it. At the same time, uh, I think standard format is great in that I can get people into this game who it might be harder to, like, make a case for it. Example, my roommate, who is a giant dork, uh, as well as me, is actively interested in learning how to play Vanguard just from hearing us do this podcast in our shared apartment. Nice. He can hear nice. me through the walls, and he's like, I want to I wanna learn how to play. So I'm going to teach my roommate how to play, and I'm going to start with standard format because it is a great way to teach someone how to play and a great way to grow this game because even though it's only about seven years old, or eight years old it's underrated as far as do tcgs goes do mm-hmm. you remember trying to teach people this fucking game in g format yes oh
1: god that was horrible
0: <laughs> the fact that i got carly to learn how to play somehow is nothing short of a miracle <laughs> what the hell this is a woman with like it, my my friend carly has uh, you know social anxiety and like a thousand things she has to deal with and she somehow managed to like understand G Vanguard, which uh that's crazy. If I was to teach her standard, this would be a whole lot a whole lot of uh like it, it, she'd probably still be playing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she does anymore because I don't get to see her as much. Um so Root h- hearing that who who w- you're coming back in the game, which
1: yeah.
0: format is objectively better you think?
1: See that's like I feel like as somebody who got turned off in the G era, uh, coming back into the game, standard seems more appealing at the beginning. But like I also keep up with this game, just doing this podcast, so I know standard has a lot of problems, and a lot of the decks I would prefer to play are either expensive or everybody hates it because it's overpowered. So. Like, I'm starting to consider going back to premium again, just because I still have a lot of stuff lying around from the G era. And then trying to track down some choice standard cards isn't as hard. So I feel like if you're coming back at this point, premium might be more balanced. Like, there are still a lot of engines running around, but by now you should be used to it. And... The addition of standard cards and the change to the stride rules makes the game a little more fast-paced so it doesn't feel as unfair as it did before, where if you couldn't do anything before stride, you just lost. And there are all, all sorts of like weird engines that would turn off strides, like 7Cs and stuff.
0: And ripples. Speaking of which, uh, in pretty much any clan, you can make a... You can make, like, a premium deck by buying a standard deck and slapping a G-Zone on it.
1: Yeah, so you can kind of...
0: It may not be the most optimal thing, but it is something you can do, and it is a budget way to play Vanguard in both formats without having to think too much. Mm, Budget, (laughs)
1: quote-unquote. Yeah, like, obviously, we said this in the beginning, I think someone getting into this game brand new who would probably prefer standard. And I think even with something like Bermuda feeling more dominant, I think overall in standard, it feels like you have an easier time coming back than in premium where there are still a lot of these engines running around. So like, I think for a new player, her standard would prop like starting with standard and then like, depending on their temperament, sticking with it might be preferable, but like, for someone who's coming back into the game, especially after all the power creep even the old G format, I think premium sounds like pretty good right now.
0: At least at this point in time. We could be very, very wrong. And someone could yeah. be somebody could be listening to this in the weird Vanguard version of Steinet's future. It's like, oh how wrong they were. Yep. Tachikaze took over. And I don't know I <laughs> what the narrator's saying right now.
1: They weren't. Oh god, they just.
2: <laughs> yeah, the biggest problem with the G Zone is if your deck still needs your fucking ZR.
1: Oh. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, it like depends on probably how, Stark, right? I was gonna say if if you run anything in Dark Zone, you can avoid that problem completely. Well, yeah, because
2: Dust is like whatever now.
0: Yeah. Poor, mm-hmm. poor guy's a victim of the times. Man, He's... Dust fell hard, didn't it? Yeah, he is, he is. Yeah. Dust is the Ace Ventura of the Zeroth Dragons. It was amazing in its heyday, but like (coughs) sometime later, it just did not age well. And now it's Ultima. Now it's fucking Ultima. (laughs) Remember when we were like, yeah, Ultima's all right. It's fine. Like, (laughs) now it's the. Well, we didn't see standard cards then. That's true. But like, it's just funny to see what happened then versus now. Like, Megiddo (laughs) held his position pretty well. Zoa has Mega Colony and Great Nature keeping him afloat. Um, Drachma has always been kind of shit. Like, no no one's, like, utilized Drachma as part of the main strategy. And then Stark, Stark just Stark. keeps getting better and better. <laughs> Stark is Stark.
2: Oh, yeah, actually Ultima.
0: Yeah. Actually, actually, uh, hashtag actually Ultima. <laughs> um, so I guess the, the conclusion of this entire episode is that if you're brand new, standard, if you're coming back, premium? Mm-hmm. Yep. Seems about right. So... That there's shades of gray and that people can argue on the internet without wanting to kill each other, maybe. Never. Never.
1: No.
2: All right. See, and you know, this is something that you should be allowed. See, this is something that like nobody's getting hurt. You know, one decision, or the
0: other, right? You just
2: play whatever you find most enjoyable. Whatever. Yeah.
0: I'm gonna play both formats. Yeah. There you go. See, yeah. you're good. How if I know? Mm-hmm. Why not both? Yeah. So. Anything else we want to add to this?
1: Not that I can really think of.
0: All right. Well, that'll about do it for this episode of Nexus at Night. Guys, the internet is a dark, depressing landscape, and there's a beacon <laughs> of hope that can be found by talking to you two. Where can people mm-hmm. find you? Find me on Twitter, at Wiggums2Gs2Zs. Two two you
1: can find me at PlasmaEclipse.
0: Um, And then you can find me personally at Atlas Novak, or you can find this podcast at Nexus at Night, and you can find the listenable part of the podcast literally anywhere, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, iTunes, anything. Uh, You can also find it on the Nexus Core YouTube channel where there is uh, weekly Vanguard content. Uh, Just note the podcast is probably the slowest thing to go up there because Richard likes to design the thumbnail, so you get a pretty thumbnail, but it goes up slower. So,
2: which one do you really like?
0: Also some buddy fight content, if y'all into that. That's true. (laughs) We do do buddy fight content. I personally do not. Um, Yeah, so now if you will excuse me, I'm going to go ice my rotator cuff. Until next time, I was Atlas. I'm Matt.
1: And I'm Root Beer.
0: And have a good night, everybody. Um.